You have arrived at your destination. Mitch. Brandon. What? What's that sound? I'm hearing a sound. It's, it's a horror place. It's, what is it? Oh, God. It's another. It's, 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 a, it's a hearing voices episode of Animation Destination. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartridge junkie Brandon Jones, and I am here with Mitch Harmon. Yo! Resident guy I bring in whenever I want to talk about some voice actor, because he's the only other person that's watched enough <laughs> cartoons. cartoons Nowhere that... near as much as you, man, but definitely I've, I've you... enjoyed my cartoons throughout life and still do. Yes, and you're, you're the closest one with the number of, of, uh, of uh, voices that you probably know. The majority of these, as well as I do, and et cetera, et cetera. Or maybe you'll be surprised by it. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, sometimes I'm surprised. I remember Tom Kinney. I didn't know he played somebody, and it freaked me out. Yeah, like, what? Go, go back and listen to that episode. I, <laughs> oh, it was Heifer. Heifer. He played Oh, Heifer. yeah. And yeah, that yeah. freaked me out, because I just never put that he was Heifer. He's got he was, a wide, he's yeah. got a broad range, man. He, he broad does. Range. And I could typically find those ranges, but for some reason, like, Heifer just escaped me. <laughs> it's like nothing he did before, and then it was just like, oh, man. So uh, go back to listen to the Tom Kinney episode. It's a good one. So. So that was our last one we did. Uh, this is our first female hearing voices uh, episode. We're, we're talking Tara Strong. Lady power. Lady power. Girl power. Let's Woo. do it. Yeah. Um, but no. Uh, so yeah. So basically what we do is we just talk about like all the stuff that they've done. In case you didn't know that stuff, like I like to go down the list and like talk about the interesting roles that they've played. Mm-hmm. Typically I like to highlight it when it's like different because you know there's sometimes like people just sort of like play the same thing or play yeah. this and that and like and there's cer- certain voices that like kind of intermingle like oh that could be anybody else as well but uh, Tara Strong has a wide range of, uh, of voiceover uh, ability and mm-hmm. I'd love to cover all that stuff because uh, she's played, you know, you know, women, uh, uh, goofy women, sultry mm-hmm. women, uh, little boys, like just everything. So yeah. uh, she's done adult stuff, uh, you know, all sorts of things. Yeah, it was actually, like, she has actually also done. I didn't. I mean, I just, I guess, I never expect voice actors to ever do this, but she's actually been in live action productions as oh, well. Yeah, for sure. That's, I was just like, wow, that's crazy. You know, <laughs> such a broad range of, of doing things. I'm saying, right? Uh, but yeah, so it's just like it's typically like because yeah, it is like like you typically fall into this. Um, I wouldn't say fall into it, but like when you become a voice actor or a voice artist, it, it's sort of just like that becomes your thing. Yeah, you, you know? feel more comfortable sitting behind a mic in a room, right? Rather yeah. than being in front of a camera and, and acting. And there's actually a voice actor, Charlie Adler, who doesn't like it when people say voice actor, really, uh, because like it's always it's like it's just acting. That's what it is. So that's true. Which I I, I appreciate that, but the reason I say voice actor is because I I don't think regu- like on screen actors 
can be that good at it a lot of times because like yeah okay it's like you know freaking chris rock can go up there and just like be chris rock like whatever mm-hmm. that's you know like yeah sure like and he gets paid you know hundreds of millions of dollars Stupid money, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like because he's just play he's hired to play chris rock mm-hmm. behind a microphone but that doesn't mean he really performed that well behind it i don't know i don't really watch the madagascar movies so i don't really <laughs> care uh but like like brad pitt brad pitt's a he's a great actor but have you ever heard his voice acting? Like, yeah, it's very monotone. It's very monotone, very stiff. Yeah, like, just like like uh, the Sinbad movie is just like <laughs> it's just like it's a good movie, but his acting in it is just like ugh. It, oh, it's just like, it's like hey, yeah, I'm behind a microphone, and that's what's happening right now. And, and I think like, I think a lot mm. of that is because it's like I, that's why I respect voice actors more so. Right. Nothing against actors, but actors, it's yeah. almost like they've got to create the scene around them, right? Yeah, in yeah, order yeah. to be able to be that character. Right. Whereas yeah. the voice actor. It's all in their mind. Yeah, it's all in their mind. They get to be whatever it is. Yeah, know? I was like, it, it and so they they so. really got to you, like dive into their their own minds in right. in a way to really kind of yeah. set the stage. Whereas like 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 I said, an actor it, they're surrounded by the stage. They're in the situation. They just kind of got to exactly. feed off that energy or whatever. Exactly. And uh, so yeah, that's 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 our uh, that's our opinion on voice acting. Right yeah, now. Charlie yeah. Adler. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and call it voice acting if I want to. <laughs> Let's not. Call out Charlie Adler. Yeah, I, I, I got your number, Charles. Let's don't let's not. <laughs> I'm. I feel like he's the type of guy who really would call you up and be like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, come <laughs> like, up here and sit in I'm my gonna, face." I'm gonna. Verbally, I don't want to, Charles. So I mean, sorry. you know, he was Ickus, so it's he, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll jump in. He'll jump in your bed and he's scare gonna, you. He's he'll, gonna be a. Um, yeah. Uh, for any of those in the Louisville area, he will be That's actually right. be a Phantom Fest this That's year. That's right. He will be a Phantom Fest yep. this year. Yeah. There's That's actually right. quite a few voice actors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Weird Al's the main attraction. Right. But, like, they got a six or five yeah. or six actors from the uh, um, Beauty and the Beast cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. interesting. Yep. Yep. Should be uh, should be a fun time. Yep. So, uh, before we get into that, before we uh, dive into our topic, let's go into our recommendation, animation recommendation. This one's a bit different, but it does incorporate animation uh, into it, and it's very nice, actually. Uh, I watched a video today, uh, just today, actually, uh, called Dear Sega, a Sonic the Hedgehog redesign. Uh. Uh, and it's by this guy named Goodblood. Uh, that's the name he, that's his, uh, you know, his uh, YouTube handle. I don't know what his real name is. I think he says it in the video. I can't remember, uh, but it's this dude from Australia who is a game designer. Uh, he's been he works on like uh, independent games and stuff like that, and he's basically a Sonic fan and uh, basically writes an open letter as to why Sonic isn't working anymore <laughs> and like why it's like oh like like why like it gets like so like so critically panned and isn't commercially and doesn't commercially do well and all this stuff and like why your redesigns don't work. And it's really interesting the way he talks about it because it's like he gives like a redesign to Sonic that looks almost um, Rayman-ish, I would say. Okay. Um, it, it's sort of in that vein, but like he designs Sonic, he redesigns Sonic like almost entirely. Like he still has like the blue, you know, stuff like that, but he has like longer legs and it's sort of like a like a a textured sort of paint textured type of. Uh, uh, background and and feel to it, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting. Um, and, but like he he basically is just like you, you got to redesign it for for what's new because like back in the day in the nineties he was like this oh I got speed I'm too cool for school kind of thing and it's just <laughs> like it's not the nineties anymore and nobody really cares so like he gives him like this backpack 
uh, and like uh, you know, just like can, gets rid of the, glo- the the gloves, and it's it, it's a really trimmed down kind of style that he gives him, and uh, I really I really like it. I think it's really cool looking. Yeah. Um, but uh, like really, the, the video is what I'd like to talk about. Like the his use of animation in the video, and uh, like the way he parses his uh, information is just really cool. Uh, and it's a really well done video too. It's not just like him complaining like, "Oh, Sonic's terrible now." You know, it's like <laughs> it doesn't really do anything just to say that. It's like I'm going to give ideas as to how I would redesign him and what he would look like. Um, and it's uh, I, I I enjoy it. I think it would be a really cool way to redesign him. If you want to take a look here, Mitch, I've got it up right there. Yeah, that's, yeah that's I've, I've, would... I've seen the uh, seen yeah. some art on it as well. But yeah. that's uh, that's I mean that's kind of cool. It's interesting. I really like the animation. Yeah. Or do they plan on like, um, do they plan on uh, uh, making it that type of a side scroller still? Uh, yeah, and that that was one of his big deals. Was like, so like your best commercially one that you had was the game for fifty percent of the game. He went back to two D, yeah, because that's how the game works. Yeah. Like Sonic doesn't work well in three D. It's been proven it doesn't work. It looks weird. It's not you know it doesn't well, control also, well. And it's, this is like. When you start doing some of them loop-de-loops at full speed, right, you're yeah. like, where did I go? Right. Oh, there I am. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But on a 2D playing field, it works. Yeah. And, you know, it just he even goes down to, like, the marketing and how it was marketed the last, like, how it was marketed the first time around. And it was like, oh, it was like, like oh, Sega was, like, way cooler than Nintendo. <laughs> like, that's, like, what, how it was marketed. And nowadays, like, you know, you, get, you see a commercial for Sonic Boom, and it's like, and it's like, it's just sort of like cute and campy and like that's how it works he's like there's nothing wrong with this it's just you're still playing to these to a kid mm-hmm. and those kids have grown up so you need to like not like make it adult by any stretch but like make it mature you know yeah. it's like it has to mature with the audience and everything and he, he introduces like a bunch of really cool game game design aspects but i would definitely say go check this out it's on youtube it's called dear sega uh, a Sonic the Hedgehog redesign by Good Blood, and it's really well done and well thought out. And uh, he has a a very nice uh, Australian accent that's just like oh, that's uh, nice. Very, I always like listening to Aussies talk for some reason. It's uh, it's nice, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I say go check it out. It's good stuff, and uh, that's our animation recommendation for the day. Uh, I think we're gonna move on to tune news. Plenty of it, so let's get right to it, and then we'll get to Tara Strong. All right. Uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm Blu-ray Remastered has been announced. Ooh, nice. Getting a Blu-ray of Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, it's got the cover art and everything all set, so should be pretty great. It's got the 4.3 aspect ratio, uh, 1080p, all that HD remastered jazz stuff, you know, that stuff, all those words <laughs> that, <laughs> that people like. All that like. tech stuff. All that tech stuff, but you know, the the classic movie starring Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, Abe Vigoda, and Dana Delaney, the best Lois Lane. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> like She does not play Lois Lane in that movie, but uh, still, she is the best Lois Lane. So, uh, go check it out. Or, well, I mean, no, go, I mean, of course, when it comes out buy it so yeah they just announced it they have no release date yet so it'll be uh pretty good so and they have yet to announce a release date so yeah cool uh hopefully we'll get it soon and we'll get some uh get some good old stuff there uh let's see um oh uh yes attack on titan wrapped up 
Uh, I was like, oh, Attack on Titan, season, season two wrapped up at episode 12, uh, which was less than half of last season. Uh, but like, wow. uh, but still, uh, that's, you know, that they, they did announce that immediately following in 2018, there will be season three. So, uh, worry not there. It's on the way. Six months. <laughs> you just got to wait like six months, but still <laughs> you got to let the, the manga progress. They're in the last storyline. They want to make sure it gets out there. So yeah, that's fair. So that'd be good. Uh, star versus the force of evil returns. July, yeah. July 14th on Disney XD. So, Keep an eye out for that. Yep. They have their promo. Uh, everybody's sad because star is missing and they don't really even show where star is in this uh promo in this uh in this trailer so hmm. don't know where she went she's uh she went hakuna matata at the end of last season. yeah so it's like, <laughs> she's like done so uh that's weird um so that'll be interesting yeah um there we go uh annecy 2017 uh the french animation uh awards happened uh over in in june uh, and uh, some stuff by uh, some stuff called uh, Lou Over the Wall and The Burden took home some uh, crystal awards for it, nice. and they look great. They're done by uh, Lou Over the Wall was done by a famous uh, Japanese uh, director, so uh, hopefully uh, I'll be able to hopefully we'll be able to get our hands on that in some degree because uh, I would love to see what that is. But they uh, the two two shorts that look phenomenal. They look great. I've seen screen caps. Uh, go. I I hope to be able to check them out somewhere. So. <laughs> Uh, hopefully they'll be there. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco. New TV movie. Uh, we'll be bringing back the original voice cast. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Splash, uh, uh, Nickelodeon Splash has been kind of like uh, delving back into their 90s properties. They announced the uh, Arnold movie, the Jungle movie that was canceled forever ago, being yeah. rebooted. Uh, we got an Invader Zim, Invader Zim movie coming out. Now, mm. Rocco's Modern Life, which was tentatively kind of announced, but now it's like confirmed that's happening. Original voice cast coming back. Tom Kenny coming back to play Heifer. <laughs> Amazingly. It'll blow your mind. You're going to yeah. see the theater and be like, what? Uh, right. I'm saying, like, you know, there, uh, Charlie Adler coming back as Mr. and Mrs. Big Head. So, oh, nice. Yeah, so there we go. So, yeah, got all that coming back. It's going to be good. So, cannot wait. Dude, uh, that's going to be So, I wonder, I know you don't know because they probably haven't said anything, <laughs> but I wonder if it's going to be like, what, 20 years? I'm saying, Since right? Since then, are we going to jump forward, or are they just going to like pick up where Rocco left off? I'm saying, right, because it's Rocco's modern life, yeah. and a lot of it is on the aspect of him like getting big screen TVs and dealing yeah. with like telemarketers, things of modern life at the time in the 90s. So nowadays, it's like, is he going to be messing around with iPhones? iPhones. And, and like, he's yeah. got a, now a new TV, but it's a you know, 1080p, right? LC, yeah. L, whatever those yeah. things are. I don't the, know. I don't know the terminology. Uh, like some Amazon Fire device that like like <laughs> lets him watch whatever he wants. Yeah. And it starts like, taking over the house. There's so many things oh, you man. can do with there's it. A, there's a lot of fun things uh. that they can do with Rockwell's Modern Life. To, and, you know, nowadays, like he like starts to get onto the vaping craze or something like that. <laughs> I don't I know just, if they go into that because it's uh, a bit like. Well, smoking, I know it's a kids yeah. show, but it's like I yeah. really feel like the people, the the, the audience is going to be That's tuning true. in. That's true. It's going to be either teenagers or or you know people in their twenties and thirties like me and you. Yeah. So like I, I just don't feel like there's going to be. Yeah. I feel like vaping is like the yeah. the like it'd be different. It was like sex ed or something like that, you know. But he also worked in a comic book store, which mm-hmm. in the nineties was kind of like a kitschy thing. It was like for a TV show, it was like kind of like a kitschy thing. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like oh, works a comic store. He's a celebrity. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> not yeah. not to that degree, but it's like oh, comic book store. That's awesome. Like like everybody, it's it's a normal kind. 
kind of a thing now. Yeah, like, people. So. Yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah, there is not for nothing. There is a lot of people who are like, whoa, yeah. comic book store would be great to work at. So. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I think it'd be really cool uh, if to reboot that. I think there could they could do I, a lot of things, I, and it'd be so funny. Probably more than a movie's worth, man. Oh, like, easily. I, hope, I wish they would just reboot it. Just do, like, a, just do a Samurai Jack season. All right, let's mo- just do one yeah, more I'm season. Say, right. I'm saying like modern, modern Rocco's modern life. Yeah. Modern time. Rock, Rocco's cool. modern, modern, modern life. life. <laughs> like the modern version of Rocco's modern life. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I would love to see it. Just like bring it back. I want to see more Rocco. I mean, so. the very end movie is great. But yes. Yes. I, would, yeah. I, I, I feel like the show merits a comeback. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Usagi Yojimbo mm. coming back. Uh, July 23rd on T- on Nickelodeon, we will see a TMNT three-part adventure. Uh, Stan Sakai basically uh, uh, confirmed that, that that's, that's the release awesome. date. Uh, he even showed like the little concept art that was drawn for it, and it looks awesome. Usagi looks dope. I can't wait for that. This is going to be the first time Usagi is in, in this series. Uh, yes, this will be the first Could- time he's in this. He's, he's been in... All three. He will be on all three of them, yep. so, which is great because uh, he needs to be. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's like kind of a thing. I didn't know Sagi Yojimbo was a thing when I was a kid. Like, I, I just like I saw the episodes. He's in like two episodes of the original. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I was like, oh, Samurai Rabbit. Right. We got Ninja Turtles. Why not Samurai Rabbit? Right. I thought it was a spinoff of that. And then when I learned there were comics that like were out before it, I was like, what? That's a thing? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then I started reading the comics a little bit. I never had really a whole lot of access to them. Because they weren't, they're not like super like well known to a lot of people, yeah. but like, but in the realm of like TMNT fans, like everybody knows Usagi. Yeah. Um. But you know, then they had the awesome like crossover episodes on the 2003 version. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a great version. There's a great episode where they go to his world. Yes. And, like, oh, it's so good. I, the, I was being ready to say like, so Usagi has been in all the animated. Yes. Uh, TMNT. I'm not. I don't think they did it in the, the live action TV show. But let's N- no, let's they, not talk about that anyway. No, so. they didn't do that. Um, but yeah, uh, the uh, t- 2003. Like mm-hmm. they first meet him in the Nexus, the World Tournament. Yeah, or the whatever. World Tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go to his his world his world later on in the yeah. series. Yeah. Leo goes to his world. And they keep calling him a Kappa and stuff yeah, like that. yeah. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. It. I love it. Oh, it it's so good. good. But you got Tomoyama in that episode and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiz, uh, Chizu and Chizu. the and the the what do they call them the Neko the Neko Ninja the Neko Ninja yeah yeah, the cat, yeah, yeah. cat ninjas like ah uh, uh, I think yeah, so uh, Lord Hebe Lord Hebe is it uh, ninjas Hebe Lord Hebe yeah Hebe like, yeah Lord yeah. Hebe yeah the na- snake but, dude oh man it's just it, Usagi is great and it's like his first I thought his first appearance was in the Turtles for the longest time right but it's so like did I anthropomorphic animal wild <laughs> story so, I don't know it's a really long convoluted name for a comic right but that's Usagi's first uh, appearance. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. I'm super stoked that they're doing a three-parter with him. Yeah. And just the promo for it looks great. Like, the only thing they've shown is just, like, a shot of Usagi and then all the turtles in samurai armor. And I'm just like, oh, that's awesome. yes, please. So are we going to get, uh, do they release who the uh, voice actor is? I don't think they have yet. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that, that'll be interesting um, to see who that is. But I, they, they've been pretty good because Splinter was played by a Japanese dude. I know, so right? It'd be I, really I, cool I, if they got, like, somebody. can't remember the guy's name, but I love Splinter's voice yeah. in the uh, in the so new series, probably the best aspect of Iron Fist actually is that, <laughs> is, is that dude. Uh, I haven't seen Iron Fist yet, but apparently it's not great. Yeah, <laughs> like, but, but in, I don't know either. But in the trailer, it had Master Splinter's voice, so I was pretty hyped for it. Yeah, I was so, like, oh, I don't know. So, Splinter. Yeah. All right. Last bit of news we have today uh, is Batman and Harley Quinn. 
the new movie by Bruce Timm, mm. is getting a one-night-only theatrical release. I heard about that. Yeah. That's so, interesting. Uh, I didn't look up when that date was, so talk while I look that up. No. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Friday, no. June 30th. Uh, so that's – oh, no. Purchase starting uh, tickets purchase starting starting June thirtieth. So this upcoming weekend, you can buy tickets for it if it's in your available area. Yeah, but they're probably gonna have select yeah. theaters on the whole thing, anyways. Yeah. But um, I yeah. wonder if uh, I, I wonder yeah. if there's gonna be a love scene between Harley and uh, Batman in this you know, <laughs> on a rooftop for some um, reason, no whatsoever. The, the trailer uh, the trailer actually suggests that there is a a love connection, a love scene between Nightwing and Harley. Oh my God. <laughs> Or not so much a love scene, but sort of a hitting on. Or like scene? she's like, hitting yeah. on, like he's tied up and she's hitting on. Him yeah, like that. yeah, that's the thing. Uh, but he's kind of flirting back, and it's like, all right, that's weird. <laughs> like <sighs> uh, August 29th is the screening on set at 7:30 p.m. Uh, oh, okay. And it'll probably be at the Fathom Theaters. So yeah, I yeah. bet there's probably a couple places. Little... I can't tell what the heck's going. On. No, the Blu-ray. <laughs> okay, got it. Blu-ray is August 29th. Okay. Uh, the if the theatrical event is 7.30 p.m. August 14th, uh, the day before the digital release of August 15th. Ah, okay. That okay. was a really weird, weird, weird yeah, article. Yeah. It was like, it was like, dah, 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 yeah, maybe walk around the whole subject first. Yeah, yeah. So I had to read that whole paragraph like really carefully to understand what's going on. <laughs> so yes, August 14th at 7 p.m. Uh, will be Harley, uh, Batman, Harley Quinn, uh, in theaters, followed by the digital release at the 15th and the DVD release on the 29th. So uh, rest assured, we'll be covering that regardless if we see the actual <laughs> theater release but uh, or if we catch the digital release. But we'll be covering that probably that same week so or the week after. So Because I like covering those things because they're all usually pretty good. Um, <laughs> you know, only we, we don't really have like a crappy... DC movie come out very often, so not the animated ones. Not the animated ones, no. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I mean. I don't, I don't mean, yeah, like, <laughs> We're not talking about the live now, action ones. Now the DC EU has since course corrected, so we're we're in good waters right now. I have heard, so, I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. I've heard nothing but good yeah, things about it. We we are in good waters, and that doesn't mean we can't go back into bad. I was say, let's hope Justice League will continue this trend. <laughs> so we got we got Joss Whedon steering the ship right now, so we're <laughs> yeah. we're looking okay. So, I don't know. Let's hope. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, so there we go. Uh, that's it for the news, Mitch. Right. You know what that means. It means it's time for our ad break of the day. So go check out our ad break. I don't know what it is today. I've only got like a few cycling through here. So you've probably heard it before, but oh, well, let's see ad break. Skip it if you want. No, please don't. Listen to it and understand it. And then go listen to that other show because it's probably really good. Or go shop at that shop that I talk about because <laughs> that's the only two that I have right now. Is uh, Here's the ad break. Mitch. Steven. Do you like comic books? They're pretty good. Do you like me? Well, do you like you? Yeah. Well, you should listen to me and you on Bagged and Bearded talking about comic books on the DNN. That's pretty cool. It's pretty fantastic. It's free. Yeah. It's fun. What, what, like, is it anything about comic books or just about comic books? Do you do, like, maybe talk about story arcs? Yeah. Heroes? Yeah. Villains? Yeah. Writers and artists as well? Well, sure. Cool. Don't forget Eric Groovely's there. Yeah, he's sort of there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Bagman Bearded on the DNN. Every Wednesday. All right. Oh, man, I want to either shop at that place or watch that show. Yeah. Listen to that show. It, it sounds amazing. It sounds great. Both of those yeah. things sound great. Oh, so, man. Uh, that's, I'll take two, thank you. Yep. 
Good, good job, Mitch. Good job. Sorry, you I did just, it. I'm just trying to have fun with it. You, you did. No, no, I, I appreciate it. Um, uh, Mitch, you know what that means. Oh, it's yeah. time for our topic of the day, which is Tara Strong. Ooh. The voice talents of Tara Strong and uh, all of her strongness. Uh, that she delivers to all of her stuff. Now, so Tara Strong is one of those that I sort of noticed really early when when like, again, I'm, I don't like to brag about anything about what I do, Yeah, but I can identify voices extremely well. I don't know if you've noticed that about me. Um, It, it's kind of sad. It's like, it's like a sad, weird little talent that I have to be able to go, Oh, that's blah, blah, blah. Like, and like people that kind of look at me like, like what? Like it's, I can recognize like when it's like, Oh, that's, that's Paul Rubens. That's Pee Wee Herman. You know, it's just like when he's not doing the Pee Wee Herman voice and people were like, what? How do you know that that's Paul Rubens? I just know his voice. Yeah. Like I've, he's done voice acting before, and I just I know what it sounds like when he does voices. So uh, yeah, I don't know. And, and I can pick out Tara Strong. I can pick out Rob Paulson. I apparently can't pick out Tom Kenny when he does Heifer. Yeah, but uh, so you can pick out Tom <laughs> Kenny for the most part. Yes. But, but you're right, though. Like um, I, I never heard it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it took me watching Animaniacs and then even the new Ninja Turtles right. to realize Rob Paulson did yes. Raphael. Exactly. Back in the old Turtles. And I was yes. like, and I go back and listen to it. I'm like, that's totally Rob Paulson. That's yeah. amazing. And now he's also Donatello. Donatello in the new, the new ones. ones. Yeah. Uh, that actually is the first time that I noticed. Uh, Rob Paulson was the first time that I noticed uh, that voice acting was a thing. Like, because when I'm a kid, I don't understand what, like, I remember my dad telling me what cartoons were, and that was, oh, it's like a flip book. And I was like, oh, because I know what a flip book is. I'm very young, so I kind of got it. I was like, oh, they're just flipping, like, images mm-hmm. and making it move. Got it. And, like, that was, like a, like, a real core memory of mine that I had that was like, oh, I get it now. I understand what this is. It's a bunch of pages being flipped. I don't know the nuances of how they figured this crap out <laughs> at the time because I'm young. But I also didn't understand like, oh, there's voice acting involved with it as well. Yeah. Because it's like, I, whatever, the, the voices are coming out of the, the paper. I don't know. I'm a, <laughs> yeah. I'm a dumb kid. They draw the pictures. They draw the voices. Right. It's like, I don't know. I'm a dumb kid. And then when I realized that it's actually people recording voices was I noticed Rob Paulson's voice as Raphael was also a character from DuckTales. Um, it was Scrooge's lucky cousin. I forget his name. Uh, gl- uh, gl- Glad Duck? Glad Gold? Gl- forget his name. Uh, but he, Are you talking about the Irish one? No. He, this, uh, no, wait. Uh, McDuck is Scrooge. Right. McDuck, yeah, McDuck is Scottish, but he had like a cousin or like a friend and he was like a good luck guy or whatever, and like, mm-hmm. I, but he it was played by Rob Paulson, and I noticed that that was the same voice as Raphael, and I go, oh, it's the same guy, <laughs> and then I started noticing that in other people, and I was yeah. like, oh my god, it's the same people. I get it now. It's blowing my mind. You know, <laughs> it just, I, I, it was, it was like a revelation. So that's when I realized like voice acting and like what that was. So Tara Strong was one that I started to really notice. Uh, I think probably from Bubbles from Star- from Powerpuff Girls. Mm. That's probably like the first one I really probably one of the earliest ones. Yeah, where I started could... to really notice her voice and everything. Yeah. Uh, when I really latched on, I think was Batgirl though. That's when I was like, all right, that's a voice. I know that voice. I've heard it a thousand times. I'm going to commit that to memory. And it... that's when I learned her name was Tara Strong. <laughs> so <that's> like. <laughs> 
You but know? like the uh, the bubbles is like it feels like she's going out of her normal voice. Oh yeah, range absolutely. To, to do bubbles. doing a little kid voice. Yeah, exactly. You know? Where yeah. it, it's very high pitched too. It's not just like right. hey. It's like yeah. 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 it's very. I can't even imitate it. But whereas uh, Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, it I just feel like she's just changing just a little bit of her normal just, voice. Exactly. It's just, so just like slightly. that's why it's like I can latch onto that and, mm-hmm. and pinpoint it to others. It, but the same same right. range, I feel like, for Rob Paulson. I feel like he's only right. just going a little bit out of his normal range to Donatello, exactly. Raphael, you know, stuff like that. Exactly. And it, it's amazing how they can tweak it just that little bit. And it's just like, oh. It's a brand new character. It's a brand new character. Like, uh, like yeah, it's just like she just like just a little bit. And it's like, oh, that's Batgirl. Like, when she's talking, you can tell, like, oh, that's the girl who does Batgirl. But then when she does Batgirl, it's like. Oh yeah, that is a little bit different. Yeah. Like it's so weird, you know. It, it, it's I love that. There's like the little nuances. That's to me is how you recognize a voice actor to mm-hmm. me, rather than just like you know. Like, again, like a- they are actors. Obviously, I'm not taking anything away by putting voice. I'm adding something on when I say voice. Yeah. It's like that's that's how you know that they're a voice actor because they can just just those tiny little tweaks where it's like, oh, now you're a different person. It's so weird. Um, uh, the first thing that I remember hearing her voice on, and I remember this afterwards, it was like, it was like, like kind of retroactively is this crappy show on UPN, uh, called gadget boy and Heather, which is a, a spinoff sequel of get inspector gadget, like just this cheaply animated garbage (laughs) piece of crap. I hate it so much. Uh, but you know she plays Heather in that. She plays like a main character in that. And Maurice Lamarche plays Gadget Boy. It's like it got all these good voice actors to play these people, and it's just like Maurice Lamarche is known as the Brain, or in uh, many other things. But yeah. you know, it's like he played the Brain and so much other stuff. Being but brain. yeah, but it's just like like it was so like terrible. But I remember her voice specifically. <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah, I I, I kind of know that voice. And she was young back then, so it's just like it was interesting to me. I don't know. It, it just it, it was gripped out of my out of my head. Uh, now, one of those that I didn't really know that I completely forgot that she even voiced uh, is Kylie Griffin from Extreme Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, uh, which is super cool. Uh, she was a Ghostbuster, so yeah. dealing with a demonic force that's attracted to laughter. That's what the victims have in common. The man in the alley, that guy watching TV, Roland. They were all laughing. But not you. I'm not a laugher. It's, she sounds like an apathetic Barbara Gordon. Yes, uh, with a, with with a but with a New York accent. Like yes, that's it's got like she's got a little bit of New York in there. Yeah, like a little yeah. bit of New York in there, and it's like she talked like that. And I'm like that's pretty cool because like you know New Yorkers. That's it's freaking you know Ghostbusters. Of course they're in New York. <laughs> yeah, uh, I loved Extreme Ghostbusters. That's an underrated cartoon. Yes, it's really good, and everyone should go back and watch it. I think it's still available on Hulu. Uh, we were we were watching in the store the other day on yeah. Hulu or Netflix or yeah. something, but yeah. yeah, it's one of those streaming services. But it is, yeah, it is an amazing, yeah. Because they it, had who you it, wouldn't think like who was the guy in the wheelchair who who did uh, his voice? Oh, um, Jason Jason Mad Madsen Madsen. Yeah, Jason Madsen. Because yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, Brooklyn or not Brooklyn uh, and Gargoyles. Um, no, was it, it wasn't Brooklyn. It was a uh, he played. Was Lexington was it? It wasn't Lexington. I can't remember. He played somebody, but he's played. He's been. He was Snapper Carr in, Je- in Justice League Unlimited. He was uh, okay. He was uh, oh Bart. Uh, he was Impulse in Young Justice. Oh, uh, stuff like that. So yeah, I was like he. Yeah, he, he's done live action stuff too. He did tons of like uh, freaking uh, 
Disney movies and stuff like that. Live okay. action Disney movies. He was also in uh, Boy Meets World, a few episodes of that. So, wow. Yeah. But yeah, uh, J- yeah, he, he's, he's great. Uh, I, I love his work. But uh, yeah, no, Kylie Griffin, man, like she was great. Like she was like, because she had like the trap on her back, like the new trap yeah. and everything. She'd like throw it off her back. And I was just like, ah, it's so cool. She always had the pistol. She never had yeah. the rifle. Yeah, she, like had, the, she had like the gun. Everybody else had the, had the, had the big gun because she had to throw the thing on. She was also the engineer yep. of the group. Like, because. Uh, the Egon. Yeah, because like, uh, what's his face would design it? Who was played by uh, Alfonso uh, from uh, Fresh Prince? Uh, what's his name? Carl- oh, oh, Carlton oh, from- oh! Yeah, Carlton from Fresh Carl- Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Carlton. We'll just call him Carlton. <laughs> Carlton. Yeah, like, oh like, my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Alfonso. <laughs> sorry, Alfonso. I forgot your last name. I'm terribly sorry. Uh, but no, yeah, it's like he was like he he was the main guy and mm-hmm. the leader, but he would like design everything. But Kylie would like build it. She was like the she was like the See, I never and stuff like I that. never looked at him as the leader. I yeah. never looked at anybody as the leader. It's true. It was more because, Egon. Yeah, it was more Egon. Exactly. Right. Like Egon was like the 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 guy passing the torch down. Mm-hmm. But even then, dude, like you t- yeah. like I Leonardo. I always use turtles as reference on the <laughs> I can in my yeah. life. No, no, but Leonardo no. is the leader of the group. Splinter sure. right. is the old man teaching the, this young buck team how to how to behave. Of course, but ultimately Leo's the leader. Right. In this situation, Egon is the old man teaching this team how to how to act and whatnot. But, but I don't see any of them really being like yeah, the leader. But because like. Um, you it's said, true, who yeah. who'd you say he was? The uh, yeah. he was the the engineer, right? Yeah, yeah. He was, or he was like the the guy who like designed thing, the, designed the weaponry. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, He's yeah, the like, guy who had like the earrings and the uh, and whatnot. No, that was uh, he was uh, that was uh, Eduardo. He was. Uh, That's right. Yeah, okay, that okay. was Eduardo. He, yeah. he he was the guy that was just like really good at using the stuff. Basically. Oh, okay, so, okay, okay. And he was also a scientist. So which, yeah, which, which they barely mentioned, but he was always <laughs> like, yeah, it was funny because like he was always like the wisecracker, but then everything he was like, no, that's because. Of, and he'd like yell out some science, and they're like, "What?" what? And it's like, "Oh, like, how do you know?" It's- oh, yeah, he knows science. I forgot. Like, it's like, yeah, I had a degree. I got a degree, man. Like, <laughs> it's pretty funny, but yeah. but no, Kylie Griffin's awesome. Uh, she's like in the Ghostbuster lore mm-hmm. now because she's in the comics yep. all the time. And uh, I'm 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 just saying, like, if, I'm not gonna harp on that movie, okay? Uh, but if you're gonna remake or do a new Ghostbusters movie, you should have just looked to this. You should just look to Ghostbusters Dude, Extreme they, and they gotten Ghostbusters all, Extreme. Right, that would have been amazing. Gotten all those characters. Now you can't do Egon, so you get uh, Ray. Yeah, because Egon passed away. Yeah, now, Ray would be a good substitute. Yeah. Right now, before Egon passed away, you could still do it. You could have gotten him back to do that, but just get just get uh, just get uh, Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd he'd, back he'd be more on happy to, to to be your mentor and like you know just do dry you know do dry humor as he's like oh well that was weird you know and just the <laughs> whole thing like he'd have his occult store and. Kylie would work there, and then they'd like all team up, and it'd be it'd be perfect. Dude, that'd be yeah, great. Like, it'd have been great. You know, you have that, pitches to yeah. whoever Universal Studios, Say, somebody hi, hire Tara Strong to put on a to put on a blue wig and you know play play Kylie. Yeah, do it. So, yeah. Great. So that's Kylie Griffin, ladies and gentlemen. And then Powerpuff Girls, Bubbles, oh, obviously, yeah. which is kind of like the I I, I kind of consider this her wake up party, I guess. Like sure. where, where everybody started to notice, like probably not in the industry. I, I don't know where that was, but like the 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 public started to really like oh like that's. Well, because not for nothing, she didn't just do bubbles. Right, she did a slew of yeah. voices on well, that show. Yeah, she did tons of them. Which, I mean, it's amazing. Which was everybody really? Like, I, you know, I, I like, guess yeah. that's true. When you have yeah. a, a show that spans nearly, or it's probably over a decade. Right, I, would imagine. I mean, it's, it's a long time. It ran yeah. for a long time. It ran for a long time. Uh, and you have to have voices and you know multiple voices in every single one. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to have a couple people do some you know right. double up on them one night. Double up on them, and but play, I just play you know, a villain or something. Yeah. Man, 
and it's just it's not just this show either. There's a couple other shows where it's just like she did how many voices? Right. And Jeez. I want to cover mainly like her big moment stuff because yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're like I couldn't name all. Like it, we'd be here all night. It's like oh, I, 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 I was uh, I was just trying to get a refresh. Look at IMDb. It's like over 400 things she's credited oh, yeah. for. Yeah. Jeez, it's nuts. It's it's crazy. Go nuts. I mean, like it's it's always fun to like hear her voice too. Like I notice it every time. I'm just like, oh, there's Tara Strong. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like uh, recently, she played uh, Mary Jane in the new Ultimate Spider-Man, and I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah, Mary Jane. That makes sense. (laughs) And it's like she seems like a Mary Jane to me. So, Uh, yeah, Bubbles from uh, Powerpuff Girls is uh, you know that that she's the sweet one. That's the that was the point. Uh, But. Power Girls was huge for that network, uh, you know. So I, I think that's where really where it, it blew up for her, and like I, she'd get in work everywhere. I, again, it probably happened prior. I don't know, yeah. but you know, that to me, that's that 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 was interesting to me. Um, next up, uh, you mentioned Princess Mononoke. I did not know she played Kaya in yeah. Princess Mononoke. Now Kaya is in literally. Two scenes of Princess Mononoke <laughs> at the beginning. She is Ashitaka's sister, and she's like the best character in the entire movie. <laughs> she does two things, and it's just like great. I don't know why. It's just like it's just like these little tiny things like convey such a strong character that we never see again. Uh, the village is being attacked by this demon uh, boar, and they're running from it. And her friend trips, and so she literally stops plants her feet and draws her sword steps in front of her friend like to stop this giant demon boar from like barreling into them okay and it's like and then her brother shows up and shoots it in the air in the eye with an arrow which is awesome and he gets cursed for it so basically you know is like like that right there is just awesome yeah and, and then he because he gets cursed he gets banished he, he saves the village but he gets cursed so they're like oh you're banished because his village sucks and uh he's like leaving or whatever and like you know kyle like comes to like see, see him off and like it's, it's like you can't talk to me you might you, you might get banished and she's like you think i care like she doesn't give a crap mm-hmm. like about like what the elders are saying it's like gives him food and it's just like ah oh, it's awesome so i don't know it's just like that that one stuck with me kaya's always <laughs> been like this like oh yeah she's awesome and like in the two scenes that she's in, she's like an awesome character. Yeah, so, and still a strong character, though. Yeah, and that's Tara Strong. So, sweet. Oh. Uh, a strong character, oh. one would say. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. I'm very <laughs> sorry about that. All right. I apologize to everyone. Uh, all right. Uh, Timmy Turner. This is her boy voice. Oh, my gosh. Her little boy voice. Uh, she plays lots of boys, actually. Yeah. Amazingly. Young boys, but yeah. Uh, I love Timmy's voice. I've always loved Timmy Turner. I don't know why. I just... It it resonates. I don't, I don't know, man. Like it, it's, 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 it's a voice that should be annoying, but it's not. Like, I don't know. Like, it just, like, it really should be a grating voice, but it doesn't come off as grating. I think because it's used sparingly... Uh, the humor in the show uses sort of like silence and visual humor a lot, yeah. so it's not just like him screaming into a mi- her screaming into a microphone all the time. So I don't know. It just it works. I don't know what else to say about <laughs> that, that. Is true. Um, I just never. I guess I was never really a big fan of the show. Oh yeah. Um, just I chalk it up to not having cable when I was younger <laughs> or what. Yeah. I can't say that because I you know I, I, there's a lot of cable. Shows that I rock with Modern Life, Rugrats, you know, right, stuff like yeah. that. But 
I just I don't know, just yeah. something about it. But it was can, later. It was later on. So I can respect a, it for what it is, sure. though. And there's a lot of there are some great scenes, like the classic yeah. scenes. Like this is where I'd keep my trophy if I had one. <laughs> if I had one. so you know there's there's some good yeah. stuff. But it's just, I guess I just never watched enough of it. Yeah, and not for nothing, but Timmy's voice is very annoying. <laughs> I can't even do it. It's just I, bad. I like Timmy's voice. I think it's great. Uh, yeah. So uh, there, that that was Tara Strong. Yep. So That's was, crazy. Was that uh, annoying, not annoying voice? Once uh, again, yeah. a slew yeah. you know, of voices. I, yeah. 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 Again, she she plays just a lot Just not Timmy. She did a lot of that stuff. She does a lot in that series as well. Like, she does tons of stuff. Oh, I, yeah. Like, it, it, it's like whenever they have her on, just like, oh, can you do this too? Yeah. Oh, we got an extra character. Could you be her? I mean, real quick. just real quick. Just real quick. Can you do that? All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, on to probably one of her more famous roles, and she's still playing it today, actually, as well. Raven from Teen Titans. Yep. Starfire, you have to calm down. My powers are driven by emotion. The more you feel, the more energy you unleash. Uh, she reprised that role in Teen Titans Go as well. Uh, but, yes, the... the um, Angsty goth girl, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, you know, well, I guess like emotionless goth girl because she can't be angsty. Yeah, she's going to you know, lose her, lose her, uh, lose her mind and everything. Uh, probably the best performer out of all. Well, oof, Kari, uh, Kari Payton's really good as Cyborg, though. Mm. Also, Greg Sipes is amazing. They're all pretty freaking great, honestly. <laughs> um, You're not doing it. But they kind of I, I felt like all of them kind of had to grow into the role. Did you notice that? Like, I guess so. If you watch earlier episodes, like they they kind of have to grow into it. Tara Strong's like got it like immediately. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's like the ones like oh yeah, she's she's exactly who she needs to be. Like from moment one, she's got it. Like yeah. she's the she's the dark, dreary, uh, no sunshine. Yeah, bookish. You know, like I don't want to party with anybody. I'm fine. You yeah, know? it's like that. That's our deal. Um, and now it's real fun to watch that because like that's great. It worked for Titans. It's really great, and it was always great back then when they used it for humor as well. I really, she's probably my favorite character in T Titans Go, simply because she's the straight man, yep. and the straight man in Chaos is always great. Mm-hmm. So she's always just like you know, like she's always having to deal with like the idiocy. But it is always funny, like when she gets to do the funny like haha like i love her laugh in that show she never had a laugh in teen titans like she does like but her laugh in in teen titans goes haha <laughs> like it's just like i don't know it's just, it's really funny and it, it it makes me laugh yeah it makes no. me laugh and that's that's really the important thing <laughs> <laughs> that's true no for yeah. what it's worth right but uh yeah so raven boom uh she does a lot of baby voices <laughs> yep. I mean, it's always the young, uh, like young male, young female, and then just older female, I guess, as well. But yeah, never. She, I, don't, she, I can't. I can't think of anything where she's deep, really deep, and with <laughs> yeah. her voice or anything like that. Right. I, it would be kind of. I, I don't know. It, Stranger, it, right? It would He's be so used to the bubbles and the Timmy Turner and all that stuff. I don't know. But I, I feel like if I if I looked hard enough, I could find something where she's being real deep, real butchy. It, it, well, actually, there is. I just thought of it uh yeah um uh, uh what's it called uh crap 
uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Uh, she plays Mac's brother. Hey, what's up, nerd? Oh, okay. And she plays him. I forgot about that. Yeah, like, <laughs> she right. plays Mac's brother. So yeah, so that's pretty. That's pretty deep. That's, that's fairly deep. That's fairly into. deep. Yeah, yeah. I, give, I give that. Yeah, same voice she kind of uses on Juniper Lee as well as. Uh, I forget the high kid, the the kid who's basically a stoner, but <laughs> okay. is not a stoner. They don't call him a stoner, but he's basically a stoner. Basically a stoner. Yeah. Yeah. He's got yeah. the he's got the cap. He skateboards all the time. He's a stoner, but it's like it's like what's up, guys? What's up, dudes? Like, what's up, dudes? So like she can like actually, get some chili dogs. So there you go. She can do that. It just has to be a boy's voice. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, but yeah, um, all of her baby voices. Dill Pickles from yeah. Rugrats. Uh, she did that. It, it's all the same voice too. Like, and I always pick it out whenever she did. Like, oh, okay, that's <laughs> yep. that. Uh, so, Dill Pickles, Poof from Fairly Odd Parents as yep. well. So, you know, so Poof, that's a thing. Yes, they had a baby, and it's uh, his name is Poof. That, that show needs to stop. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, uh, Bebe and Cece from The Proud Family, which is two names that I somehow pulled out of nowhere. Oh, wow, I barely watch uh, Fairly Odd or uh, Proud, Proud Family. Family. But I, for some reason, remember Bebe and TC. I, I watched a couple why. episodes of Pro Family. Yeah. It's a pretty good show. Not I like bad. It. It's not bad. It's it's enjoyable. Um, but yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, that's that's th- four examples of her uh, her baby. Her voices. baby and many um, more too. <laughs> and she does that. It's like it's like it's literally that. So uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Shaolin Showdown. Oh man, did you ever watch Shaolin Showdown? I feel like this is an underrated show. It's a bit underrated. I really it, do. I really love. Mostly because it dealt with martial arts, and right. I always, you know, anything with martial arts, I'm I'm a True. sucker for. True. It also had uh, a through line plot point. It wasn't mm-hmm. just episodic. Yeah. Like every episode, like it had a continuity to it because, like, when the villain took one of the 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 items, I forget what they're called. Yeah, I think they're like uh, totems or something. Yeah, like. something like that. Whenever they t- Shingong Wu, just I just popped into my head. Wow, uh, the Shingong Wu is impressive. Uh, yeah, uh, whenever like one of the villains took it, they would have that for the next episode, and they'd have to get it back. Like, yeah. it was always like like it had continuity to it. Almost like Jackie Chan Adventures. Like, yeah. sometimes he get a couple thousand, yeah. men, sometimes the bad right. guys still some of the thousands. Back. Right, exactly. It was very much like like yes, it was very much like Jackie Chan Adventures. Yeah, very much like that because uh, like yeah it would have a through line through everything it was episodic but you had to kind of follow it like mm-hmm. there was actually a, a plot that they led up to and like uh, but she played Omi she played the, the main character Omi which was yeah. like the little the little Krillin looking yeah the little crazy guy yeah the little Krillin looking uh, monk uh, Buddhist monk character <laughs> um, yes in your head Ramundo in your face talk to my fingers Looks vaguely racist caricature-ish. He's got, yeah, because he's, he's got the, like, it's not almond eyes. He, he has slant eyes. Yeah, plus he's, like, got a big round head and it's yellow. And also and he's like, always, like, right. he's always got this, like, like teeth showing, like, hi. Right, know? yeah. Well, it's, it's not the buck teeth, at least. No, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely not yeah. that. But he's, he's, he's typically always just smiling. Like but, when, he, when he talks, his teeth are very prominent. Yeah, yeah. And when he's, when he's using it. Right. Uh, but she has a, yeah, she has a very, like, stereotypical kind of 
of uh, voice for it. But he, it was never used disparagingly. That's no. the thing. It, it, it was he was all, never like, oh, thank you, Master. Oh, He's thank like, you, Master. Oh, I'm so stupid. You know, <laughs> yeah. none, of that ter- uh, none of that, oh, so sorry. Like, none of that terrible, like, yeah. uh, you know, like, uh, who did what's that? The, what's Mickey? the term? Uh, pie face. Yeah, none pie face. N- none of the Mickey Rooney pie face. Yeah, 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 yeah. None of that. It, it was always very endearing. He was a very mm-hmm. endearing character. And Tara Strong uh, did a great job with that. I, I honestly, it took me a bit for me to realize, like, oh, that's Tara Strong. Like for some reason, like her doing like the Jap- the Chinese accent with Timmy Turner's voice threw me off, and I didn't notice. <laughs> and then I was just like, oh wait, that's Tara Strong. Sometimes like, it's just like, those little yeah. tweaks, man. It's yeah. enough to just throw you off. And really, anytime you team up uh, Tara Strong and Gray Delisle, I'm going to enjoy it. So because they're great together, and yeah. she she played uh, she played. Kimiko, the the Japanese girl. So yeah, oh, okay. that, that was Great Delisle. She plays a lot of ja- when we get to Great Delisle's episode. She plays a lot of Japanese people, really? Japanese Asian people of Asian descent. She's always playing those. I don't know why. It's hmm. so weird. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, Tara Strong as Omi. That's a that's a strong contender because again, it is it. In nowadays, when everybody's offended by everything, it would be considered like a racial caricature and like, oh, it's terrible. You can't do that. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know. It's just like the the, re- the reason I think it works is because it's never done disparagingly. It's very – Omi's very likable. Yes. He's, he's very innocent and very likable character. So, yeah. They're not, they're not trying to demean any yes. culture or anything like that. It's yes. just he does have, yeah. though, the <laughs> – very, very, very squinty eyes, yes. and like, like you said, very krillin Like he's got the big dome right. and with the with the dots on his head and all that stuff. And it's weird because they kind of like they kind of like establish that that's not what like nobody else of Chinese descent looks like that in that show because they have the master who's Master Fung, mm-hmm. and he just he looks like a normal dude. Like he looks yeah. normal. He doesn't look like Omi, so it's just like so. It's just weird. Like so, I think that's again why it worked. He was just like this really pronounced character. So, yeah. Like not every character was that weird, like that pronounced. So I think that's again. It works very well for his well. character too, because yeah. he was a very yeah. boisterous uh, right. character yeah. as well. Yeah, but yeah, that's an underrated cartoon. Underrated, underrated good. show. It's, I, really good. it's, uh, it's good for kids. You should watch it. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's got collect. It's a bit of a collectathon. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. Got, got to catch them all. Got to get the shing. <laughs> got to get the shingong woo. That's what they're called. I remembered that. That came out of nowhere. That was impressive. I that was weird. I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, ben Ten, the original Ben mm-hmm. Ten. Uh, ten heroes in one. Uh, <laughs> I remember. I remember this debuting, and I'm being real excited about it because there was nothing like this. Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh, a, an original cartoon not based on a property that's a superhero thing? <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, uh, I thought that was great. And then, of course, uh, Tara Strong is Ben 10. Yep. So, another one of her boy voices. So, uh, very close to the um, uh, the uh, Foster's Home voice. Yeah, yeah. Just, just not, not as rough and, like, up here. It's just more, like, you know, like... So that has a little bit of rasp to it, though. A little bit of a rasp, a little bit of a boy, boyish rasp to it. Uh, she has since reprised that role in the the new Ben 10 relaunch as well, So mm-hmm. because he went back to being 10 years being old. kid again, yeah. yeah. Which worked, you know, it's right. like older Ben, we're just kind of like, right, nah, whatever. Exactly. He was taken over by Yuri Lowenthal because it's like, he's 15 now, he can't yeah. be, you know, he can't be. Or, can't have that little boy voice anymore. Exactly, can't have the little kid voice anymore. But he even repri- she even reprised it then because, like, there was always, like, time travel episodes. Yeah, going and, like, back in time. Uh, or uh, 
Omniverse like had different dimensions pop yep. in, so she would pop in and like, uh, or Ben, T- oh, young Ben Ten would pop in, and it's always like, oh yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's wrong. definitely him. So there we go. Uh, there's one I wanted to mention actually during this time as well. Uh, uh, Transformers animated, um, which was that. Uh, have you seen Transformers animated? Have you ever seen that one? I don't- that was one where Tom Kenny played Starscream. We talked about it in the Tom Kenny episode. I yes, yeah. I did see that. Right, uh, it was very short lived. It was about three seasons, I think. Uh, she played the human friend. She played Sorry, who turned out not spoilers, who turned out not to be a human at all, and mm-hmm. was actually an android oh, okay. uh, that was designed by her father, and that was really interesting. Uh, but she also, but I wanted to mention that she played her, uh, so she had her kid voice out for that one. But she also played. There was an episode where a series of episodes where Starscream cloned himself like a bunch of times to have an army, basically. So he had like all these different personalities, like Uh each one was like a a different personality. One was like a cat was like his coward side. One was like angry. And it's like so it was like all these different Starscreams that Tom Kenny would just bolst off of. And there was a female version of him for some reason, like one came (laughs) out female version. And that was Tara Strong. So hmm. Tara Strong played Starscream. <laughs> <laughs> Briefly, but still. Briefly and oddly, but that's, uh, you know, that that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's pretty fun to notice whenever someone plays a Transformer because... I don't know. It's, it seems like an honor. It's like Peter Cullen, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a long it's a long <laughs> list of great voice actors that have right? done the Transformer stuff. That's yep. for sure. Agreed. Uh, drawn together. I definitely want to talk about this because mm. this is an adult cartoon. Yep. A uh, lot, very adult, actually. Um, th- this one would tip the line a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it was. I would say a lot, actually. Yeah. It, it was during that time. It was after. It was whenever they were trying to find something to accompany with South Park on. Cartoon Network. Mm. And this one, I think, lasted the longest. Because uh, Chappelle's show never came on after. No, I think... Yeah, because they moved Tosh.0, I think, to, to its own time slot. But uh, this was, I think, the longest running one after South Park on Cartoon Network. Or, or on uh, uh, Comedy Central. Yeah. Uh, Drawn Together was this show about uh, different cartoon characters coming to live under one house reality show style. Basically Big Brother, or, yeah. Yeah, Big Brother with, uh, right, but with uh, cartoon characters. Cartoon characters. So you had like the video game character, you had the superhero character, the, the, the princess. The princess from Disney, and that's who she played, was Clara, Princess Clara. Yeah. Uh, and she was the Disney princess who was like this really terribly whitewashed like you know it is like just like really racist kind of like yeah no she upper was, crust character like, i think it was, like, i don't know if it was the first time she met foxy or whatever but yeah. she's like asking her to go get her stuff right or not. Yeah, exactly would you be a deer and fetch my bags servant girl what did you just call me oh many pardons or my bad what do you people call yourselves these days? Mammy, Mooly, Topsy, Shfuggy. Like, Fox is like, I ain't your servant. I ain't your slave. Yeah, this is like, <laughs> and you know, Fo- yeah, Foxy was like the Scooby Doo uh, mystery solver type yeah. of character. Uh, and she also played Toots, which was the Betty Boop uh, <laughs> yeah. parody. So she played two characters completely opposite of each other. I don't remember anything, but I think I might have had a drink or two. Are you calling me? Yeah, Uh, because you had uh, Princess Clara, who was the oh, she was always like very. But she would lose when she'd lose it. She'd go psycho. Yeah, she'd go psycho all the time. But then there's Toots, who was just like, "Hey, what's up?" 
like just like completely she's broken, boozed out. Yeah, like yeah, just gross. Like and nobody <laughs> wants to really be around her by themselves. Like she's just and, yeah, it's 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 like a like I, I describe that voice as like just like a really drunk bubbles. Yeah, like, it's like hey hey guys get over here I want to talk to you. <laughs> Let's make out. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it's a good time. Good time. Good old Claren Toots. There you go. Uh, <laughs> that I, is funny, though. It, it is because yeah, it's, it's, I it's, knew she did Claren. I did not know she did Toots, though. That's, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk about her, her DC Comics uh, run. She's played just about everybody in DC oh, yeah. Comics. Uh, she's played Batgirl. Uh, yeah. She's played uh, Lolanda from Green Lantern. Mm. Uh, she played Huntress in Brave and the Bold. Yep. And Brave and the Bold, as well as Billy and Mary Batson. <laughs> like that was in uh, Brave and the Bold as was well. Was it Brave and the Bold? Yeah, okay, that was Brave and the Bold as well. Yeah, uh, she also played Billy Batson in a short. I want to say during the DC shorts. Okay, they had like a DC shorts with Bar- with Billy Batson in there as well. She played that. She also played Ileana Rasputin mm. in X Men, the nineteen ninety three cartoon. And I don't huh. remember Ileana Rasputin being in that. Really? <laughs> I don't remember no, her being in it. She was, uh, Ileana okay. was, okay. so it was the first, first time you meet Colossus, obviously. Was it really? Was yes. she in that? I she, don't remember She, because Colossus shows off his power by stopping a runaway tractor. That's right. And she's the one that was in front of the tractor. That's right. I forgot about that. Okay. Literally like four words came right. out of her mouth, but uh, yeah. it's totally, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because like, I remember her being there like, uh, like. Off sh- off story because I remember when the virus like the whole like oh the virus spread they're talking about the virus spreading and it shows Colossus with his sister who has the virus mm-hmm. and that's like a big thing in the comics so someone pointed out to me that that was his sister I was like oh interesting mm-hmm. I just don't remember her being in that episode I guess so. yeah she was, there we go. she was right there at the beginning yeah so well beginning with it, Colossus right Ileana Rasputin uh, if you ever bring magic into into animation like maybe pull, call up Tara Strong but hey yeah. want to reprise your role she already did it once. <laughs> <laughs> Already did it once. That'd be a, that'd be a callback. That'd yeah. be a callback. You know, no like, kidding. Uh, she actually would be pretty good uh, as magic. I think. I think it'd be pretty mm. all right. She can do a Russian accent. I feel. Probably. Oh yeah. Like I'm sure there's something she's done where she's done a Russian accent of some. Even not. I feel like yeah. she's got that underneath her belt oh, somewhere, some way. She has a, a close to it. Uh, it's not Russian, but Plum has a weird accent. Uh, oh from yeah. Bravest Warriors. Yeah. I don't know what you classify it as. <sighs> It's really weird, but it's like you know, it it feels sort of Russian esque. I don't know. It, I, I don't know how you describe it because it's just like I don't know. It is strange. Yeah, it's, I don't like it when you say dog sword. <laughs> like it's just I don't know. It's just like, like, you're just a nerd. You know, I don't know. It, it's very. It does seem Russian to me. Yeah, but it's, it's like. Not- a, it's the, uh, like Norwegian, maybe, right, it's, or Finland. Right, yeah, it's yeah, it's very Scandi. You're right, yeah. it's very Scandinavian. But it, it's really interesting because, like, I know they probably just said, like, hey, give it whatever accent. But it really does convey, like, like an alien accent somehow. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't really place it. Like, it's just, like, it's so weird. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I don't like it when you say dog sword. I, I really hate it when you say dog sword. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just great. That whole episode is awesome. It's just yeah. like, I really, because, <laughs> like, like, you think he's professor his love. I just want to say, I don't like. I don't like you. I, I don't think. Oh, <laughs> it's like, he's all beaten I up. I think you're and... a real dork. <laughs> kind and of I, a dirt. I don't like it when you say dog swords. Go like, dog swords. <laughs> it's like. Danny, I can't let you keep hurting yourself. You don't have to impress me. Since the day I met you, I've known that I am so 
not attracted to you. Maybe it's your weird cheeks. Uh, I don't know for sure. I also think you sound dumb when you say, Go dog sword. <laughs> Man, that's dumb. I'm going way more Russian than she does. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But it's, but, it's, it's working. No. Right, yeah, but it works. Yeah, so <laughs> I think I think Ileana Rasputin, uh, call her back up. She could pull it off. Let's yeah, do it. definitely. So, yeah, but Plum uh, from uh, from Bravest Warriors. Love Pretty it. good one. Uh, Symbionic Titan, Gendy yes. Tartakovsky, one of our favorite shows that will never come back ever again. No, ever, there's a possibility. Ever, ever, ever. You get on a streaming service. Ever again. You can yeah. do a streaming service, and they can do it that way, man. I'm telling you. This is true. You can they do need it. To it get, they need to get that going. It just cannot be aired on anything that is Turner Broadcasting. That's yeah. the only thing. But Which is a lot of, a lot of channels. It's a lot of channels uh, because it was you know, a tax write-off. So, uh, But, man, uh, Ilana. Mm-hmm. Ilana was great. Uh, you know, it's just, I, that was a cool character because, like, it, it, I loved her design. It, like, had a throwback to the whole, like, Gachaman, uh, war, uh, uh, battle of the planets type yeah. of look to it. It looked, she looked very much like a Voltron character, mm-hmm. anime character from back in the day. And I don't know, she conveyed that perfectly. Uh, yeah, no, she, she definitely came off as the princess. Yes. And she did a great job, especially yeah. throughout the season. Like, uh, just her progression as a character. Yes. You can hear her voice kind of adapting to those yeah. scenarios. It's mm-hmm. just, uh, it, it, that's what I love about Symbiote 10. Yeah. It's not just the animation. It's not just the giant robot story and fighting giant kaijus. Yes. Like, it's the voice actors. Like, Brian Posehn. Yes. Is, like, Brian, you could not pick a more robotic voice it's, than Brian Posehn. And Brian Posehn's done a lot of good voice work. That's his best role yes. for me, personally. I love, I, I love him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Otto, I think. Uh, Octus. Octus. Yeah, yeah, no, it's Octus. Octus. Um, but yeah, I just... Oh, the yeah. show is so magical, and I just wanted to come back. I would love to see it come back. So He's great. So good. Uh, just, yeah, so there we go. Ilana is a good one for her. Ingrid Third for Fillmore. I want to talk about <laughs> Fillmore. All right. Okay. I never this was the car- this category yeah. I don't know much about. Okay. I've seen the cartoon. I've seen images. I've never watched the cartoon, though. So if anybody ever watched Recess or The Weekenders or anything, it's very much in that vein. It's sort of that taking the normal kid stuff but like amping it up in a weird way in in an interesting way Fillmore is a cop show it works exactly like a procedural detective show Mm -hmm. in every way but they're hall monitors. It's <laughs> okay. so good. Like, I can't describe to you how good it is. It's real smart. It plays like uh, the principal is like the mayor. It's like the principal's breathing down my neck over this one. I got to find out who's ste- like, it's just, it's really works that way. Like it's <laughs> hilarious. And Ingrid third is the, is the, she's the transfer student who came in. Who's like, kind of like the, she's kind of a goth girl. Yeah. So like in her old school, she was like the, like she was like, she got expelled and like, now she's coming to this school so uh Fillmore kind of like turns her on to the, like the like the hall being a hall monitor and like like turn her around and like using because she has pedantic memory and stuff like that so she's like kind of like got like the they say photographic memory that's not a real thing it's called pedantic memory but is <laughs> but she's got photographic memory so it's like she starts like helping out or whatever to like reduce her detention sentence or something <laughs> and then she becomes like like a full-time hall monitor and it's like it's like actually got like character and like redemption to it's a phenomenal Phenomenal show! I cannot praise this show enough. That like, pretty good. It's really great. It works exactly like it. Like 
the, the, the head of the Hallmark. It's like this really gruff kid. He's like a gruff, but he has like the chief voice. The chief, yeah. Like, it's just great. They just call him chief, and he's just like, look, Fillmore, you can't do it. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> like, it's so good. Everybody should watch Fillmore and Ingrid Third. Uh, you know, the, the, the new hot detective uh, Ingrid Third is Tara Strong. Uh-huh. And it's it's basically just her doing her voice. It's basically just like Batgirl. Like yeah. in, in any of the Batgirl or stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I figured yeah. much, but, but still. But it's so good. Like I, I I can't I can't talk up that show enough. It it's one of those that just sort of like flies by people that don't people don't really remember because people remember recess mm-hmm. people remember weekenders nobody talks about Fillmore, and it's very much in that same vein let's say people I, even remember uh kids next door yeah kids next door yeah yeah, the yeah. Kids next door yeah yeah kids next door stuff like that or Taking, i'm sorry kid, not kids next, uh, code, uh, code name kids next door code name kids next door yeah yeah, yeah yeah code name kids next door like just like taking child like childlike play and and ramping it making to, it a serious thing right yeah. like ramping it up to into a serious thing because like i love that's the best thing about recess was just like and i'm sure she's done voices on recess i'm sure i could like look that up uh like momentarily but you know it's just like recess is just like it's it's like this whole economy of like different factions of kids like oh the oh the kindergartners are over there like you don't mess with them yeah like, and it's like and like they have their own like system of laws and it's just <laughs> yeah. ridiculous They're like a like, savage yeah yeah it's, like, it's just savage it's, group or whatever. Yeah, like the king. You don't go into the kindergarten like, area. The fifth grader is like the king of like the playground. King Bob. King Bob. Yes, it's like, I love like, that. But he's like a fair king and stuff. It's just <laughs> so stupid. I love it. Like, I love the episode where yeah. he loses his crown. Yeah, and right. And he's like, "I'm not your king. He's like, you'll always be my king, King Bob." <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's so good. It's like it's it's, like it is great. Power plays and stuff like that. Oh, it's so good. But Fillmore's that way. It's very much that same vein. It sounds amazing. Yeah. I, I just feel like there's the, there's a room. Yeah. For so many strange tales. Oh yeah, there's to, there, to come out of this show. There's one where like basically like he gets uh, like uh there there's always this uh uh, uh, the the prank wars are always going on. Like, yeah, during, like, okay. During, so he has to like basically he has to stay after school over something. I can't remember what it was. Like protect, stay- oh, okay. I think it's I to protect the goldfish or something. Like the the school mascot. So he's on a stakeout. Yeah, he's on a stakeout. <laughs> but but he ends up getting trapped inside the school with the other kids from the school, and he's got to like die hard his way out. <laughs> it's so good. This show is so awesome. It's and, hilarious. And like Ing- climbing through the vents. And, like, yeah, and like Ingrid's like on the like on the walkie talkie, like helping him through, and like because she can't get in. <laughs> Oh, it's man. It's so good. This show is awesome. Let's start watching this. Everyone should watch Fillmore. I wonder it, if it's on Hulu or Netflix. It's, it might be on Hulu or Netflix. It might be on one of the check two. It out. It's not on Netflix, I don't think. It might be. Uh, go check it. But it might be on Hulu because Hulu kind of has it. Out, man. It's yeah, nice. stuff like that. Pepper Ann. Stuff, it's just like I love yeah. those types of shows. And like uh, Fillmore is up there. Nobody talks about Fillmore. So <laughs> there. I've said my piece on Fillmore. <laughs> there it is. Ingrid Third is Tara There. Stone, I'm so. done. Okay. Right. That's <laughs> it. Jeez. Let me just say. Could do a whole video on this. Anyway, um, let's talk about My Little Pony, Mitch. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, is uh, an international... Uh, phenomenon. There's something magical about it, man. It is, it is amazing. It's it, like the, the My Little Pony. I remember when I was a kid. Right. My sister loved that show when right. we were kids. She won't admit it to it, but I remember. Oh, yeah. I remember plenty of times. Oh yeah. I wanted to watch my He Man, and she was like, <laughs> "No, I want to watch My Little Pony." But um, uh, my little cousin absolutely adored My Little Pony back in the day. It was never. I was always too boyish. I was like, "My Little Pony, ponies, girl stuff." Like, but they would have those blocks because they would have. Have like My Little Pony, Glowworms, 
uh, Moon Dreamers, yeah, and like that was like all the girly shows, like mm-hmm. the ones that would like promote dolls and stuff like that. Rainbow uh, Bright, right? Rainbow Bright, that was the other one. Yeah, that was like the four. That was the four that, that they always have in the block, and that was just the block that was like, pshaw. Yeah, I have nothing. I'm to do going with outside it. for right now. I, I I did watch Rainbow Bright when I was a kid. <laughs> I'll say that I didn't tell anybody. Hey, I, I mean, I, I right. enjoyed Sailor uh, yeah. Moon plenty dude, of times. That's, dude, Sailor Moon was my jam back in. The, <laughs> I didn't tell anybody about. Sailor Moon, but I was like, whenever I was like sick from from school, I was like, I can watch Sailor Moon. Just great. I watch some Sailor Moon. Oh man! Talk about those weird cousins that are really lo- really hugging on each other, <laughs> 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 which was weirder than just making them a lesbian couple. Can I yeah. just say that? But it's just anyway, time, I guess. Yeah, I guess know? so. Yeah, it's like the fact that they were cousins was weirder than them being just lesbians. Yes, so, uh, I get it. Whatever. Um, but no, uh, My Little Pony Friendship with Magic uh, is an international phenomenon by yes. Lauren Faust. It's been translated in every country uh, known to mankind. Uh, and the main character is Twilight Sparkle, mm-hmm. played by Tara Strong. <laughs> so she go like, th- th- this was really like, like, she's always been in the industry, obviously. Um, I would say this is probably her biggest one because this is the only one that spawned an entire con off of this. <laughs> Brony con's a thing. Oh, yeah. A whole con was spawned off of this one show. That is true. It's crazy. Like, like Brony, like, I, I, like, I almost want to say Bronies didn't even exist until this. Yeah, that's what, this, that, that's when it happened. Yeah, this was when Bronies occurred. Yeah, when like, the Bronies, show came out and yes. the comics came out. Yeah, Bronies occurred when this show came out because it just hit that level of, like, it was, like, perfect timing. It was a perfect timing of... And I've always wanted to have a thing about this because it's always like a mystery. Like, oh, why did so many men like latch onto this? It's like it was just perfect timing of it being okay to like things that weren't necessarily boyish. Yeah, uh, you could like things outside uh, the societal cute, norms, right? Like cutesy anime. There were guys who liked cutesy anime at the mm-hmm. time, stuff like that. Like, like that sort of thing was sort of blossoming. And so here comes this thing created by you know, like uh, created by. Uh, Lauren Faust, Rob Renzetti, like these, like just like freaking like industry marvels, at yeah. this whole thing. And you know the animation is solid. They even said like, oh, it's gonna be Flash animated, Ooh, like because <laughs> like Flash animation at the time was not like really revered. And yeah, but it's really well animated. It like, worked though, and it works. And the designs are cute. Like that's the thing. Like like the, the fact that like because like it's really hard to make a pony look like adorable let's say mm-hmm. because it's like it has like a really long weird face yeah so she just like like her designs that was all lauren faust lauren faust designed like designed this type of you know character and it was just like oh boom and then hasbro just took it and was just like yeah do this for us and you well know. i think also another deciding factor in the popularity of the show is the uniqueness of each pony yeah it used to just exactly. be colors and yeah. that was about it exactly and lauren faust is very adamant about making each one of these characters completely different from each other mm-hmm. there's different ways to be a, you know, and that's how you write characters they don't have to just all be the girl you know it's like because <laughs> yeah. they're all girls so then you have the one that's like brash you have the one that's you know that, that's like really shy the ditzy one the, the, one, the, the, the crazy the one serious one the fashionable one you yeah. know stuff like that and then you have twilight sparkle who is again the 
leader who the reluctant leader, let's say, and that's Tara Strong. Yeah. So I've watched an embarrassing amount of this show. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that. Fair enough. I'm not a brony. Uh, I think this because I don't go to brony con. I don't sure. I don't do fan art or fan songs. That's one thing about bronies that people like like the amount of creativity that comes out of bronies is insane. Yeah. And not just like weird fan fiction. I mean, like fully produced songs, fully produced video games and flash games, like, uh, you know, like, like own fan animations and stuff like that. It's just like, it's amazing. Like, yeah. like the, the amount of stuff they create off of this thing. And I don't know if it just started off as just like a, like a, Oh yeah, well yeah, screw you. I, I do like the show. So I'm going to make something to show how much. I, and it just blossomed. Like the mm-hmm. amount of creativity that comes from it. And then the reciprocated, uh, the, the reciprocated love that the, the cast, uh, had for the fans because they showed up at Bro- like they made BronyCon. They showed Tara, Tara Strong showed up day one. She's <laughs> like, "Yep, I'll do that." And yeah. She's she's in the freaking uh, she's in the the the, the documentary uh, that's hosted by uh, what's his face Q from Star Trek. Mm. Uh, there's a documentary called Bronies, the un- the unexpected uh, male audience of My Little Pony, and it's a it's a whole documentary. Everybody should watch it because it's really interesting. Uh, but yeah, Tara Strong's in it, and she like she talks about it and like has a little, little animated part about it and stuff. Uh, and it, it's great. Like it, it's you know she really embraced it. She was just like you know what yeah, like yeah. like I'll do it. Like why like why like why would I why would I shun the fans of something? Just yeah, because no, it's, like it's... A different, just because it's a different demographic than we expected. You know, it's like because obviously it's marketed towards little girls. Yeah, and then like you know you got thirty five year old men going brony cop because well, like, yeah, if you like it, you like it, right? You know? Well, I mean, uh, that that was the other thing is like you know like it was, it was during a time when TV was pretty barren too. Like we just had the writers strike. There's not a whole lot of great characters out there, mm-hmm. you know, and just like an animation was kind of taking like a big boom. Uh, and you just had like really likable characters come out and it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this now. And again, it's it's all like very kitty. It's all very like, oh, share. You know, it's, it's, it's all like very kitty sort of lessons and stuff. But I don't know. It's said smartly enough to where it's not insulting. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Humor is good, too. And the songs are good. So there. I don't, I don't, I don't mind My Little Pony. Sorry, you know, you're, 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 you're no, gonna be so attacked here, Brandon. No, just... I feel like everybody's attacked. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying, like, I th- there, 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 there's my defense of My Little Pony: Friendship of Magic. Hope you enjoy that in you, your face. In your face, uh, Tara Strong's great in it. So there you go, <laughs> boom. Uh, there we go. She plays Truffles. That's a weird one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I like that one just because it's like, she's the old lady. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and, like going back now, you can like, oh, that totally yeah. is Tara Strong. Yep. Um, yeah. I know you forgot. All I ask for is one day a year. One. I know. But, but you love this kitchen more than me. No, that's not true. I love you both. Man, dude, I was looking at her like she had. I thought she had a long list in some other shows. Right? Nah, dude, Chowder. She has done <laughs> tons of stuff. She did Chowder. Lady Cow, Lady Bear, Lady <laughs> Man Under Rock, Dude in Cloud. Like, I mean, like, there's just a whole list of it's just like yeah. And, and not for nothing, she's also in every single episode as Truffles yes, as well. As so, truffles. So, yep. A lot of stuff for her. Rada, 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 rada. Can we decide what Schnitzel is? Uh, like, is he a golem? He's like a golem rock monster. Yeah, think, isn't exactly. He? Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, like a, uh, uh, <laughs> we all know, like, Panini, she's a little rabbit girl. A little rabbit girl, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chowder something. Yeah. 
I don't know what gazpacho is. He's a weird like gazpacho was just a crazy old man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, 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 I'm no, sorry, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Mung. Yeah, um, Mung. Yeah, no. yeah. Gazpacho is. Yeah, it's Dana Snyder. But yeah, he says like the big mouth. He looks like a Muppet. Looks <laughs> 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 like Snuffleupagus. Actually, he, he does. Yeah. It looks very Snuffleupagus. I was gonna say mammoth is what he. Oh mean, yeah, I but... guess he is because he got the trunk. I forgot about the trunk. Yeah, 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 yeah he's yeah, sort yeah. of mammoth mammothish. I don't know. Maybe Schnitzel's like a rock bear. I don't know. It's rock weird. bear. I don't know. It's weird. I feel like that should be a song. I mean, you know. Rock what, bear. What's, what's, what's Chowder? Is he a cat? Like, is he a he dog? I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird <laughs> show. Uh, but Truffle is like an old lady with a mushroom on her head. Yep. So she's, she's like a, a fairy. She's like a fairy. She's yeah, like a fairy. She's wings. It's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got wings. Come on, man. Don't only that out. Truffle, Jeez. Truffles has wings. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. Yeah. Get Forgot. It right. <laughs> Forgot. Like, Jeez. Oh boy. All right. Sorry. Cartoon junkie over here. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about the wings. I'm sorry. Jeez. Jeez. Leave me alone. Forgot about the wings. Lay I'm off, sorry. man. Lay off. Juice. All right. Uh, man. I don't know why you turned into King of the Hill for oh, a second. Juice. Well. Now it's whatever. Bobby. Oh, whatever. Oh. Oh, uh, Napoleon, okay, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, it's more like Napoleon Dynamite. Than, right. Yeah. So, uh, what else has she done? She's Penny Gadget again, or now? Not again. <laughs> yeah. She's Penny Gadget now uh, in the new Netflix series. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the more, uh, recent things that she's done. So that's a very popular old school type of character. She came. She she seems to come in and like take over like old school characters yeah. a lot of the time. Sometimes does does, does her well though. She's yeah. she's familiar with the character. She I guess. does. She does it well. Uh, she was Scarlet Witch in that. Uh, Superhero Squad show. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Huh. I, I don't think I ever saw an episode with Scarlet Witch. I in watched it. A, uh, I did not see it with her in it, no. Yeah. But I was going to say, I watched a couple of those, those yeah. kind of type of shows. Yeah. A couple of those episodes, I should say. It's weird, that show. It is. They all yeah. are tiny but huge. Yeah. Although and... I do appreciate it for like doing certain things, like showcasing characters that wouldn't be showcased otherwise. True. Yeah. Uh, I remember one episode that had Screaming Mimi mm-hmm. and then she was like a double agent as Songbird and I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. Like Songbird's in this episode. That's weird. Well, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, just like, like that's the yeah. way it is though. Yeah. I know because she is those two characters. Yeah. It just it was just like, oh, Screaming Mimi. That's interesting. I wonder why she's not Songbird and then she turned out to be Songbird <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh like that's there, awesome. There like, it is. Like because Songbird's like one of my favorite characters in Marvel and like, really? they never do anything with yeah, she's always in Thunderbolts. Yeah, so that's it, is. it. Which is fine, but it's just like she's the interesting one because she's the one that actually turned yeah. good and made the Thunderbolts this thing of like redemption and like I I love that. Well, it was like and, you know, and then they turn it into Suicide Squad and, it's just like, and I hated <laughs> yeah. it. So you know, but that's just me. So yeah. you know, that, that's that's me. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Superhero Squad. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she yeah, played yeah. Scarlet, Witch. Scarlet I, Witch. I never saw her in it. I'm sure she's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard her. Don't know why I brought it up if I hadn't seen it. Let's move on to our last two here. The last two are big ones, all right? Uh, because she is now Harley Quinn. Like, oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. Established. She basically first played her in the Arkham, Arkham City, or the second Arkham game. Because okay. Arlene Sorkin played her in Arkham Asylum. Asylum. Uh, and Arkham City. Arkham was the next City. One. Uh, I guess Arlene Sorkin just wasn't pulled on, and they got Tara Strong, and that's the first time I heard it. And when I heard it, I was like, "Oh, that's not Arlene. That's Tara Strong." Because mm-hmm. they had the trailer for it and everything. I was like, "Oh, wow, that's 
weird. Like, <laughs> interesting that they got uh, Tara Strong to do that because just, it just was odd to me because they always get Arlene Sorkin. Yeah. Especially when they get Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, they always mm-hmm. get Arlene Sorkin. Uh, so she kind of took it over for that. And then in just about every iteration of Harley Quinn, it's Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Like, I just, like it, from uh, Gods and Monsters uh, to superhero, to DC Superhero Girls. Um, uh, any offshoot, like whenever Harley shows up, oh, uh, uh, J- Justice League action, uh, is ter- it's all Tara Strong now. Like that's oh, Injustice, uh, the Injustice yep. video games, Tara Strong. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's like, all she was credited for Injustice Two. Yep. So yep. she's uh, she's always that. Uh, there we go. Uh, I think she might have been in Flashpoint. It was either her or Hinden Walsh. Sometimes they'll pull Hinden Walsh out of there okay. and put her because she. Uh, Ar- Assault on Arkham. That was Hinden Walsh. Uh, she was uh, she was that one. Hinden Walsh is uh, Princess Bubblegum for people who don't know. Uh, uh, okay. Or Starfire. Um, Starfire from Team Fight, Teen Titan, Teen Fightins, uh, Teen Titans, and uh, Princess Bubblegum from Adventure Time. Sometimes plays Harley Quinn, but it's typically Tara Strong, yeah. which is just always. And also Melissa Rauch is going to be playing her in the Harley Quinn movie, but <laughs> still, my point still stands. No, yeah, it's typically her. Um, let's move on to one of my favorite characters she's ever voiced ever in the history of anything. Ashi. <clears throat> oh, yes. One of the best developments of a character over 10 episode span <laughs> I've ever seen. Um, I just, like, it, it just, it's so. Like, we've already gone into so much depth. So much depth about of Ashi from the Samurai Jack episode. Right. But like. I don't know, just the, the, the talent that she brings. Yes. And, of course, like any good voice actor is going to be able to emote right. properly on a, on, a, on a mic. Right. But just the... the Changing the way she did. Yeah. That's the thing, because she evolved, and her voice evolved, the way she spoke evolved. You worthless scum! I will kill you! You can never escape from Aku! You will die! You will die a horrible death! And then Aku will sing, for he is free from the parasite that you are! Die, Samurai! Die, die, you scum! Die! Die! Die, Samurai! You will die! No. You were wrong about everything. Jack showed me the truth. She was very soft at the end of the series, whereas the beginning, right. harsh. Harsh. Almost like, right. talk, almost like the words were like a knife. In right. A way. Yeah, because they, 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 they broke it out of her. Like, again, she started off being the... The like the the nicest one out of the whole like group and the one with the most humanity and they beat it out of her mm-hmm. and now she's just like yeah she's just this hard cut like everything she says is very to the point we're going to kill the samurai and she plays all of them too she yeah. plays her sisters as well uh, but and that was that was cool too whenever like when they were watching the deer and each one of them was speaking and it was all different voices and different cadences. Mm-hmm. And it's all Tara Strong. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just like that's her. Like it's so good. Um, but just the way Ashi softens over time, uh, even after like she's like giving him a chance. You know, like she's not going to kill him, but she's like proved to me that Aku is as evil as you say. And you know, like, and she's angry with him, and like, you know, like, it, it, like she's still like in that mode of like, you know, it's like Aku. Aku made the stars, correct? Like, you know, she's still, like, in this mode. And then you have that transformative episode where she, you know, is trying to find Jack. And she washes off the the soot from her body and, you know, and becomes this transformed new person. And immediately her voice softens as well. Mm-hmm. And she can – ah, it's so good. Like, I <laughs> – 
it's one of my favorite characters like ever. Like, yeah. and Tara Strong plays it beautifully. I, I can't, I can't praise it enough. So, uh, I don't know what else to say about it. You got yeah. anything else to add? I uh, <laughs> just uh, nothing, man. We've we've covered. Yeah. Uh, Fraction, yeah, a fraction of her all of her work. of everything she's it, done. So it's just amazing. It's insane the amount of work that she's done. Uh, you know, she's oh uh, yeah, uh, she's done tons of stuff on, on Danny Phantom. Uh, so like plenty more stuff with Butch Hartman, obviously. Yeah. Uh, she plays one of my favorite characters, Ember, uh, which is great. She's like the rock and like heavy oh, metal ghost, yeah. which is pretty cool. Did you hear about the psycho who like uh, basically worships her? And uh, Sarah Strong? No, Ember. Oh. From Danny Phantom. No. I don't want to get into that here because it's a PG podcast. Sure. After this podcast, kids don't look this guy up because he's a he's a crazy person and he ended up like he he, he ended up uh you know hurting some people. So don't uh don't look that up. But still Jeez. parents, maybe just because it's real weird. I don't yeah. know, but it's real morbid stuff. But he was like upset that that just brought over a cartoon. Yeah, character. that just brought back so much stuff. This guy's a real weirdo. But anyway, uh sorry. But yeah, we only scratched the surface of everything that she's done. She's done tons of work. I just wanted to point out the stuff that really resonates with me, the stuff that I would say, you know, is is her top work or like the most memorable work that I can think sure. of. Yeah. It just it it really does work. I love Plum. Like, and again, I want to get the diversity of her work out there as yeah, well. Cause, well. Yeah, because Plum is different from from Ashi. Ashi is different from Harley Quinn. Uh, you know, Clara and Toots are different from each other. They're on the same show. <laughs> and it's like uh, Ben Ten is different from Timmy Turner. Uh, Omi is slightly different from both of them, them as well, even though they're all the boy voice. You know, mm-hmm. it's very intriguing the way she. I, it's, I love love her work. It's phenomenal. Uh, she's oh, man. Is she, I don't know where she ranks in my top ten, but uh, she's up there. She's definitely yeah, my definitely t- up there. She's definitely my top five. Probably maybe my top three. I don't know. I'd have to really think about it. Yeah, but yeah, she's phenomenal. I knew what my number one is, and my number one one will be our next voiceover episode. And okay, that, and that's I'm gonna go ahead and say it now. It's Gray Delisle. Sorry, Tara. <laughs> Gray's Gray's awesome, and I think you're both phenomenal. But Gray's my favorite. So, yeah. uh, but no, uh, that's that's it for this episode. Uh, no, it's not, because I had a question that I posed to you. Oh earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is if Tara? Okay, let's say they bring to life a cartoon or a, a comic book into a cartoon or just whatever, a book, yeah. comic book, a character. Who would you think Tara Strong would be good at playing in that? And, and Tara Strong is going to play a character from a comic book that you read right now that's being made into an animated series. Who does she voice? Oh, man. There's so many, like characters out there because <laughs> I, I was i was gonna go with like spider gwen just because that's not bad they she, already, but they already got a voice actor technically actor. she's already been in she's been in ultimate spider-man so yeah. yeah and i can't remember who it was yeah i don't know it was, uh, it was, and tara strong's in that cartoon as as mary jane so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay there's kind of closer yeah um but no i guess if i had if i had a just like brand new thing that uh, I I just I've been enjoying a lot of you know uh, uh, comics out there, mm-hmm. and um, you know one that's really kind of like jumping out at me coming to m- coming to my mind mm-hmm. um, is this uh, series called Paper Girls. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very nice. Um, Nicely done. There is a uh, there is a character yeah. in there um, who I think fits which one the bill because I. 
I'm looking at mine right now. Are you? <laughs> yes. Okay. We both picked the same comic. Did we? Okay. We did, yes. Um, yeah. I want. Uh, I think it's CJ. Is her name KJ? KJ. The same one. Okay. The tomboy. The tomboy yes. with the hockey stick. Yes. KJ. I, th- I think KJ yeah. is the uh, is like. I think Tara Strong would just knock it out of the park, dude. We just mind melded there. <laughs> I'm literally looking at KJ's page yeah. right now because uh-huh. that's the answer I was gonna give. Because I just feel like Boom, the way she it. the way she acts in in the comic is just so. I don't know. I just feel like Tara Strong would just be the type of character, and it, it's not like Tara Strong's right. got the corner of the market on the on tomboy, right? Exactly, uh, girls or anything, right? She does everything, right? But I just feel like she could bring it, so much uh, 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 personality, yes. to K- KJ mm-hmm. if it was her yeah. doing the voice as opposed to somebody else. Agreed. Yeah, I, I totally agree because I would love to cast that whole. Uh, show actually, if It'd they did, great. if they did that as a cartoon or just a movie, just an mm-hmm. animated movie, uh, like Tara Strong as KJ, like boom, absolutely, it's on. Like <laughs> I, it's it's like it's like perfect because it just it, the, I don't know, it just it feels like it would work the best because she's played tomboys, she's played girly girls, she's played uh, racist princesses, she, <laughs> she's, played, she's played all sorts of characters. So it's like she can play whatever, but for some reason KJ jumped out at me as well. Yep. Like it was like so I think we're in the same ballpark there. Uh, so that's perfect. I can't believe we both picked the same yeah, thing because I well. we did not talk about this prior. No, you all you uh, told me was like, who do you yeah. think Tara Strong yeah. uh, t- uh, should voice? Yes, and like I said, my, originally I was going to go with Spider Gwen. Then I rem- on my, actually on my way here right. from work, I was just like, oh, they, uh, they yeah. have one of those. So right, I was like, yeah. who else would be good? <laughs> and it's so crazy because you said Paper Girls. I was like, aha, <laughs> as did I. And yes. then you said, and then you said the Tomboy is KJ. I was like, ah, oh. yeah. it was perfect. Uh, I can't believe we did that. <laughs> uh, the only other one that I have in mind is because I want to see an animated. Uh, I want to see an animated Wonder Woman show now that the movie has done well. Yeah, like get on that, please. The the Green Lantern movie sucked and it did <laughs> terribly, and we got two good cartoon seasons out of it. So this movie's good and is doing well. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, am I being stupid? Like, yeah, they should. So, they should make some type of cartoon right. franchise. So I say, try to capitalize on it in some way. <laughs> exactly. So I say, uh, Tara Strong is Donna Troy. Oh, I think she'd be Donna great. Troy. You don't even go she, with Wonder Woman. Okay. I think she'd be great as Donna Troy. Wonder Woman. I kind of want to. Like, I don't know. I kind of want to aim someone kind of newish or go back to Eisenberg from uh, from uh, the Justice League. Yeah. I thought she did great. I thought Eisenberg's like mm-hmm. pretty perfect for it. Or Rosario Dawson. I really like Rosario Dawson who She's plays, good too. She yeah. plays her in uh, she plays her in the, the, the current movies right now. So mm-hmm. uh, but she's also really good as Artemis too, so I might cast her back as Artemis. So but uh, yeah, I I think uh, I think Donna Troy would be really good. Either that or Cassandra or Cassie um, Who's the Wonder Girl? Uh, the third one. Uh, oh, oh, Cassie. <laughs> I keep thinking Kane, but yeah, it's not. not. Yeah, I forget her. I forget her last name. Uh, but yeah, the, I don't know. Yeah, the, the blonde, the, the blonde, uh, the blonde Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. Yeah, like, typ- like, yes. literally Wonder Girl. We, she did get. A, she did get a voice actor uh, in Young Justice. Young Justice. Uh, she got Mae Whitman. Uh, so oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, Katara, uh, April, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that. So she got Mae Whitman for that one. So that was pretty cool. But. 
Uh, Donna Troy, boom, Tara nice. Strong. But that's it for this episode, guys. I can't believe we landed on the same thing. I know, it's, it's so good. Uh, I'll tell you, man, great minds think alike. Think, great minds think alike, my friend. That's what happens. <laughs> uh, but, Mitch, thanks so much for being on. Thank you for having me on. You got that bagged bearded podcast? Yeah, we uh, we you know do all that stuff about comic books and mm-hmm. talk about comic books and all that stuff. Uh, yep. We uh, just did one on Adam West. He yes. uh, recently mm-hmm. passed. Passed so away, yeah. We were, so. we were going to do Wonder Woman, uh, but we're actually going to do Wonder Woman uh, this week, which nice. should be up uh, the same week, actually. That this po- <laughs> no, actually, you're going to be week. posting this week, which yes. was the Adam West. Yes. So it'll be next week next that week we will have the uh, the Wonder Woman the episode Wonder up. So uh, you need definitely a, check that out. You need a guest for that one? Cause that's, um, for Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. I, yeah, uh, as far mm. as I know, I don't think we have one uh, lined up. So Awesome. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll be on that one. Yes, yeah, so we're going by we, uh, 9 o'clock, typically when we start recording. Rock on. Pulling back the curtain on us. There we go. All right. <laughs> yeah. Guys, this has been the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check this out and Bag and Beard and all the other podcasts at DestinationComics.com. We're now on SoundCloud as well. So, oh, yeah. So here's the thing. If uh, I don't think anybody's really experiencing this, but if you're not getting updates to the podcasts, any of them, uh, I'm, not on, I'm not on SoundCloud just yet, but like Bag and Beard has been moved over. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all been moved over. So if you're not getting updates, uh, resubscribe. Kind of like try and yeah. refresh. So you just, like, just make sure. I don't know if that's a problem yet, but sometimes iTunes can cash and it'll still be pulling in from the Libsyn feed. So you want to make sure you're getting the feed from the website itself, which is the PowerPress website. How long, how long has so, Bag and Beard been over on SoundCloud? Uh, about a week now. So okay. it's been on. It's been on so I'm going to wait week. a couple yeah. weeks and see if I have any customers that come in. And right. Like, I mean, we're getting updates from you guys <laughs> right, or whatever. Yeah. So. Uh, so just, I think the way to finish that is to like unsubscribe, resubscribe. So, because yeah. then it'll change the feed back to what it's supposed to be. So, because it is updating on iTunes just fine. Most iPhones typically update pretty quickly. So it's not, not a big deal. Also, when you update iTunes, it'll probably refresh everything. Yeah. And you'll have a bunch of episodes that are backed up. And <laughs> you'll be able to listen to all of them. So yeah. it's pretty great. But so far, it's been going pretty well. So uh, check that out. Just be weary. Uh, if you're not getting updates, just refresh. And, uh, and, and we'll get back to I'll it. I'll be so. good. We'll all be good. So that's it for this episode, guys. Uh, next week, our countdown to Korra continues <laughs> with Korra Season 2. That's right. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. DNN.